Wari, bleh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> My Japanese is excellent. <laughs> About the waribashi, the disposed dis. <laughs> My English is even better. I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> Rachel, and this is the Me So Hungry podcast. Itadakimasu! Just me so hungry! Today, like always, we are talking about everything you never knew you wanted to know about Japanese food. And as we talked about last week, we are still talking about hashi this week because we have a bit more that we need to tell you. Now that we've gotten all the Technical stuff, all the history and whatnot out of the way. I guess we should probably talk about etiquette because you could kind of embarrass yourself here. <laughs> yes, and I do a, an excellent job of embarrassing myself, just in general. So let's let's avoid the banana peel experience <laughs> and make sure that our hashi aren't tripping us up in public. So I I have a a suggestion for how we proceed. Yes. I'm going to kind of act out what I think might be the proper way to do something. And then you correct me. (laughs) Okay. I I think we need video of this. Of like (laughs) the bad way of doing something and the right way of doing something. (laughs) That would be hilarious. Gets me so angry. Okay, Allison, I've got these hashi, and I want to set them down, and I've got this bowl of rice. I'm just going to stick my my chopsticks into my rice so that they're standing up. Makes very convenient. Oh, no, no, no. So bad. This is... What? uh, What? (laughs) Why? Unless you are at a funeral, this is bad luck. This is a bad thing. This is the way a bowl of rice is offered to the spirit of a dead person at their deathbed. Or in front of their photograph at um, their altar in their household. So you don't want to be doing this just with the rice that you're eating. Very, very rude. Bad. Bad, bad. Don't do it. Okay, well, well then how about this? Um, I've got this piece of really, really delicious chicken and I want to give you a bite. So here, I'm handing you this piece of chicken. It's between my hashi. Here, take it. Take it with your hashi. I am sitting here cringing. Cringing inside. What? I cannot what? believe you're doing this. Bad, 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 Why? bad. Why? Same reason as, as the previous. When a person dies and is cremated, their bones are passed from chopstick to chopstick as part of the Buddhist funeral. And so you don't want to be doing this because this is really bad luck. I mean, I, I've... <laughs> grown up knowing that this is a bad thing. You don't want to do this. Instead, what you do is you take whatever it is that you're passing it and put it on their plate or on on a plate between them, between you and the other person, and use that to pass it so that they can pick it up with their own chopsticks. Okay? Okay. Okay, how about this? All right, 
I've got this piece of food and I'm chasing it around my plate. But hey, I've got these two convenient little spears and I'm just going to stab that piece of food and plop it in my mouth. What are you, five years old? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) See, now this is just playing with your food like a little kid. And we are grown-ups here. Despite the fact that we may not always act like it, we are grown-ups here. And so we need to use our chopsticks in a grown-up manner and use the chopsticks to pinch the food, not spirit like you've got a stick and you're roasting marshmallows. You mean spearing food is bad? Bad. Yes. It's bad. You don't want to do it. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I'm rummaging through my chopsticks hashi canister and ooh, this orange one looks nice but i can't find its match but i really want to use this orange one so i'm gonna grab this green one well that just plain looks silly why would you want to do that well i am kind of silly well you are silly but on top of that even if it's just a silly thing it's actually a bad thing to do not just because it looks funny but because it is also reminiscent of some funeral rites so that's not something you want to do Yeah, I guess not. No. Okay, so I've got some stuff kind of clinging to my chopsticks because I've been eating some good food. And, well, I've got this bowl of soup in front of me. I've got a glass of water. How about I just use those to wash off my chopsticks? Ew. Gross. You're just going to wash off random food into your drink? (laughs) (laughs) That just sounds gross. Okay, well then, well wait, then, wait, how do about people this? People actually do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, well then, how about this? I've got these chopsticks. I don't want to set them down because um, I'm going to pick up my plate and I'm going to move it. So I'm just going to stick my chopsticks in my mouth while I move some stuff around. So they don't, you know, it's like I don't drop them on the ground or something. If you poke your brains out, I am not responsible for that. <laughs> Okay, well then, I'm kind of bored. I'm sitting here at the dinner table, and mom and dad are, like, talking about something boring, and so... Ooh, Hashi, on guard! I challenge you to a duel! This may or may not have happened in my younger years. But really now, come on. (laughs) It's like playing with your fork, which I know kids do all the time. But, you know... That's what kids do. You're not supposed to do it. Okay, well, you know how some people play air guitar? (laughs) Well, here, I've got these hashi. They look like drumsticks. Can I use them to play the drums? No. Again, rude. Plus, you're going to be eating with that. Do you really want to be banging it on the table? (laughs) Okay, well, I'm still bored. So how about I stick them, like, up, up, up? between my upper lip and my teeth and pretend I'm going to suck your blood. Little Allison also definitely did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. May okay, or may how not about happened. I stick them up my nose and pretend to be a walrus? <laughs> Ew. Or something. And you're going to eat with that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ew. but I've got these really pretty ones and... I've got long hair. I'm just going to twist my hair up and use them to as hair sticks. Okay, I do have a question about this one. 
I I would not use hashi that you're ever going to eat with as hair accessories. But what about? I know there. I mean, I have at least here seen some that are specifically meant to be used as hair accessories. Is that okay? Or are you never, ever, ever, ever supposed to use any sort of hashi as hair accessories ever? I think the ones that you see specifically being sold for hair, I think... Because there are some that are obviously very decorative and supposed to be... Like, you're not supposed to eat with them. Yeah, this is where the lines blur a bit. And this is where some of the other Asian cultures have kind of... Mm -hmm blurred lines. I mean, I would but, definitely say if you're going to eat with them, don't use them as hair accessories. Yeah, but this also comes from, I think, there are some hair ornaments that look a lot like chopsticks, mm -hmm. but they're not, right. that are part of the formal kimono wear or also part of the dress of a geisha, that, and they're mm -hmm. called kanzashi, oh. and but they're not true chopsticks. And so I think that it's kind of a carryover from that. Right. So technically, you're really not supposed to use them in your hair. If I have a really, really pretty chopstick and I feel like putting it in my hair, am I going to obey this etiquette rule? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll claim it's a kanzashi. But usually the kanzashi are a bit shorter. They wouldn't be as long as a chopstick. Because really, a traditional chopstick made for eating is going to be a little long. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I, I, a lot of the ones made specifically for hair are going to be shorter. Right. I do have a pair that was made for hair, and it's definitely shorter than the regular chopsticks that I use for eating. So there you go. Yep. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> okay. So how about this? I've got a pair of Wadi the disposable ones and I've broken them apart and they're all kind of splintery so I'm gonna like rub them between my hands like I'm trying to make fire and to get the splinters off I've seen other people do it yeah I've definitely done that yeah I still do that and yeah. you know what <laughs> a lot of people do yes and I would say if you're in the U.S. it's probably okay to do that but yeah. technically if you're in Japan, you don't want to be doing that. And the reason why you don't want to be doing that is it is an insult. Because what you're implying by that is that they are buying cheap chopsticks that, you know, would splinter. Which, even if they are, you, you don't want to be pointing that out. Yeah, just discreetly, if you're worried about a splinter, just discreetly pull, pull it off. Like, yeah. it's... Especially if you're in Japan... No matter what kind of establishment you're in, just avoid it. Because you don't want to inadvertently offend someone. Yeah. Not that good. would be a bad thing. You already kind of stick out like a sore thumb, <laughs> usually as a foreigner anyways. Yes. Don't make it worse. Even if you are Japanese, <laughs> I feel like you still stick out yeah. as a foreigner if you're not actually, you know, from Japan or living in Japan. <laughs> but if you're in the U.S., I, I think most establishments here get enough people doing that that it would not be considered an insult. Yeah, just like a lot of places in the U.S. are, you uh, at least sushi places, you'll see people mixing wasabi into their shoyu. <laughs> yes. I actually grew, grew up with that. 
And I've done it too because it's kind of delicious. But it is. I'm really not supposed to do it. Yeah. Because you're supposed to use them as two separate condiments, not as one One mix of paste. Yeah. (laughs) Sauce stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. How about sucking on my chopsticks? I mean, I've been using them to pick up food and they taste delicious. And I just want to get every little bit of that umami goodness off of them. Are you planning on licking your plate as well? Oh, man. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, here, most people, if, if you're sticking your nose in your plate and, you know, dragging your tongue all over it, <laughs> you wouldn't do that in a restaurant. Maybe at home. You know, <laughs> at home you can do that. But at I mean, a restaurant, it's kind of considered a little rude. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, well, I'm having a kind of a tough time with this whole, you know, food to mouth thing. I mean, these Hashi, they're kind of tricky. So I'm just going to pick up my rice bowl and just like shovel the rice into my mouth. That's a whole lot easier than really picking it up and moving it from the bowl to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Makes you look like a little piggy. Oh, feeding at the trough. (laughs) Not exactly the most uh, elegant way to eat things. Yeah, I guess that's why they eat the type of rice they do, right? Mm-hmm. Like we mentioned in our episode, uh, the f- part one of our rice episode. Yes. If you try to eat basmati with chopsticks, <laughs> it's a miserable disaster. It's, it's a bit of a problem. Yeah, that's why they're they use a shorter grain rice because it has a higher starch content. It's stickier. It's meant to clump so that you can eat it with chopsticks. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you should not have to shovel it into your mouth. (laughs) Yes. However, with a traditional Japanese meal, you're not going to be provided with a spoon. So, if you've got a liquid, that means you pick up the bowl and you sip it directly from the bowl. Yes, but that's different. That's different. Definitely different. That can be done delicately. Unlike shoveling the rice into your mouth. Yes. Okay, so let's move on to a a set of rules that apply to communal eating. That always scares me. Like, every time I'm in a communal setting, I'm, like, sitting there watching everybody else. Like, okay, what are they going to do? How are they going to do it? Like, I know it's polite, but how are they doing it? (laughs) (laughs) So what we're talking about is if we're... You're eating more family style, like with a hot pot situation. Usually the hot pot is in the middle of the table and you're like adding ingredients and taking ingredients out, mm-hmm. um, whether it's just some type of nabemono hot pot dish or specifically something like shabu shabu or skiaki. You know, this is where you've got a pot in the middle and everyone's sharing out of the same pot. So... If you're reaching in with your hashi to take stuff out of the pot, it's kind of unsanitary. Yeah, and you're very, taking these things that have been in your mouth and yeah. kind of just spreading the germs around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hello. <laughs> so in this situation, the best thing to do is to kind of take a step back and take cues from other people there. Usually you're supplied with serving utensils. Uh, but if you're not... Your chopsticks have two ends. Oh, amazing. 
How convenient. Yes. Unlike a fork, you can actually use both ends of your chopsticks. Woohoo! See? <laughs> Those Japanese are geniuses. I know. Although so it was really you... the Chinese. Well, but... But still. But we're here we're talking about Japanese etiquette. I don't know mm. if they use the same etiquette in China. Who knows? I actually have no idea. That's I have true. no idea. All I know is that this is what they do in Japan. <laughs> so flip those chopsticks around. Use the flat end because the flat end or the, the fat end. The fat end is not going to be going into your mouth. Pick up whatever you want from that communal dish. Put it on your plate or your extra little bowl and then flip the chopsticks back around and eat with the end you've been eating with yes and make sure you don't accidentally eat with the fat end after you've moved something from your plate or from the communal plate to your plate yes if you do that and you're using waribashi just ask for a new pair yes (laughs) i will admit that that has happened before or if you (laughs) accidentally knock one of your hashi to the ground or both of your hashi Mm -hmm. ask for a new pair (laughs) also have definitely done that yeah you know it's gross enough if you continue to eat with that pair but if you then use that pair that's been on the ground to reach into the communal pot it's horrible that's like quadruply disgusting (laughs) see but the nice thing is that the um waribashi are super duper cheap like so ridiculously cheap you can buy a hundred of them for like i don't know five bucks but i mean like they're really really cheap so it's no big deal to ask for another pair. This is also actually a problem, though. But we'll we'll get to that True. in a second. Yes. Okay. We'll just move through some of the other ones a little bit quicker. <laughs> um, do not be a chopstick wanderer. <laughs> you know, don't move the chopstick over your food and think, oh, maybe I'll get some. Oh, no, maybe I'll get. No. Oh, you know, make up your mind. Hovering over your food with your chopsticks, not a, not a good thing. Right. And don't point at people or at things with your chopsticks. I mean, really now, like not only is it rude to be pointing, like really, really rude to be pointing, especially in Japan, but if you've been eating with it and if there's food stuck to it, you're like flicking food at people. Yeah. So rude and and gross. (laughs) And it's just a good habit not to point when it comes to Japanese culture in general, because pointing with your fingers is rude enough and then using your chopsticks to point is even ruder. So Mm -hmm. if you need to indicate something, you use your hand, not your finger. And never your chopsticks. Definitely not. Bad, bad. And if you're given a chopstick rest, it's there for a reason. Use Use it. it. Although Um, I wanted to ask you about the um, direction. See, I've, I've always known that there was a specific direction in which it was supposed to be pointing but i never knew what it was and i never knew why is there a reason for that yes okay so when you're setting a table japanese style the correct way to do it is uh your hashi should be placed side by side at the bottom of the table so you know nearest you with the the pointy ends or the eating ends on the left hand. So they're pointing from right to left. Mm -hmm. This is because in Japan, the table is always set for a right-handed person. I see. Traditionally, even still now, left-handedness 
is not encouraged. <laughs> um, and in fact, like even when you're learning to do um, shoto, the traditional Japanese calligraphy, they teach right-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I even learned a little at one point and uh, the, the man teaching me was encouraging me to switch to my right hand because he was saying that my strokes would be better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think my mom has, has run into that. She is left-handed as well. Yeah. I think she has run into that a few times growing up. I mean, I, I, the, the U.S. used to be a lot more like that mm-hmm. as well. And and I, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure that there might be some truth to the art of Shoto or, you know, just the way the brush is held, how the directionality works, that mm-hmm. it might be better with the right hand. I'm not sure. But... All I know is that when you're setting the table, that's the way you do it. So your chopstick rest, if you have one, would be um, below your bowl or your plate on the left so that the tips could rest pointing left. Um, you may see them placed on the right-hand side with the tips pointing away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is This setting is happening more often now because you're less likely to knock them off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but the traditional, authentic, very proper way of doing it is to have them, you know, at the edge of the table, nearest, closest to you. Hmm. Okay. That's good to know. All right. So, moving on. This whole discussion about Hashi, I hope is getting people thinking because I really think if you don't like eating with hashi, you need to give them a second chance. Oh, yes. I mean, they they do take a small amount of a learning curve, but once you get used to them, they're super easy to use. And there's a lot of good reasons why to to use them as well. Yeah. Just think. See the little (laughs) thought bubble coming out of my head? Imagine me with my thought bubble. With your Um, octopus. With my octopus, yes. (laughs) Uh... I think we if need to use that a bit. Oh, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> if you're eating with hashi, you're grabbing a certain amount of food that's usually a small bite, right? So you're getting one small bite at a time. Mm-hmm. This automatically is going to help you eat more slowly. This is healthy. It's and there's this whole, yeah, there's this whole Japanese concept called um, harahachi bunmei, which translates to mean eat until you are 80% full. I think we've even mentioned this in the past. Yeah, maybe in one of our first few episodes. It seems really familiar. Yeah. Um, This whole concept is don't eat until you're like burst. Have to be rolled out of the restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) Eat until you're no longer hungry. Mm -hmm. In fact, the French kind of, when you say you're full in French, you don't say you're full. You say, I no longer have hunger. And mm-hmm. I, I think this is kind of the same concept. It's eat until you're 80% full. Full as in, you know, like, you can't eat anymore. But not, I'm rambling now. You know <laughs> what I mean. Yes, so, I know what you mean. You're going to let your brain keep pace with your stomach. Instead of getting so far ahead that 20 minutes later when your brain catches up, you're like rolling on the floor groaning. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Thanksgiving turkey day coma. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Or the going over to my Vietnamese boyfriend's parents' house. Yeah, that too. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> with the mother who will not let me stop eating. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, next point for consideration. You already kind of brought it up talking mm-hmm. about cooking bacon. Mm-hmm. But ever since getting used to eating with Hashi, I hate, I mean, I hate eating salad with a fork. Oh, yeah. In fact, my um, great aunt refuses to eat, eat salad with a fork. She will go to a restaurant and request chopsticks if there's salad. Or she will bring her own chopsticks. There are so many things that are so much more convenient to eat with hashi. Some of the things that we do on top of salad. Also, eating Cheetos with chopsticks. Okay, I was just about to bring that up. Yes, we grew up doing that. Because that way you don't get that orange powder all over your fingers. Okay, here I thought... Okay, side story. <laughs> I think it was last year. Mr. Fuji came home to tell me a story about his coworker. He has this really fun coworker whose name is Erico. Mm-hmm. And he just has these funny stories to tell me sometimes about Erico. And last year he came home and he says, Okay, you want to hear the best story about Erico? And I said, Yes, because I, <laughs> I love Erico's stories. And he said... Uh, that he walked into like the break room at work or something, and th- there was Eric O eating a bowl of Cheetos with chopsticks. And he said, "Eric, what are you doing? Why are you eating chopsticks or eating uh, Cheetos with chopsticks?" And Eric O says, "Well, I don't have to get that orange stuff all over my fingers." And and this other girl. Uh, saw him doing it and asked the same thing and he explained and then she later came back and asked if he had a second pair of chopsticks (laughs) so she could do it yeah that's that's how you do it (laughs) but see I had never see I thought it was just the genius of awesome Eric oh and I'm so bummed to find out it wasn't just (laughs) his awesomeness I I mean my we got this from my uncles we I have triplet uncles who are fantastic and crazy and hilarious and they do the the funniest things but that's something that they're very adamant about is that's how you eat cheetos you you don't eat them any other way you eat them with chopsticks that's what you do well i have of course to i've say, never seen any other japanese person doing this yeah I, <laughs> I mean it might be a japanese american thing because i don't even know if they have cheetos or you know historically ever really had cheetos until very recently in japan yeah so. i don't know may just well, be a Japanese-American thing. but When I heard this story, it kind of blew my mind. And I actually, <laughs> I actually wrote a post about it. And, I, and it's this really embarrassing post. Like, I have this headband tied around my head, you know, acting like a <laughs> Cheeto ninja or something. Uh, but it blew my mind. So, yeah. You totally stole my thunder. Thanks I'm a lot. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. People should reconsider... At least for salad and Cheetos. And bacon. And bacon, yes. Definitely bacon. And dieting. Mm Mm-hmm. And healthy living. Yes. And just general awesomeness. Absolutely. Plus, like, you don't have to have, like, 20 different types of utensils. You just have chopsticks. Like, how convenient is that? Exactly. And they're the easiest things ever to wash. And then you pick up the bowl of soup and you drink it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, there is one small problem. Yeah, teeny tiny problem. Teeny tiny, not so tiny problem. Yeah. 
So about the waribashi, the disposable hashi or chopsticks, is that while、well, you see them everywhere, pretty much every restaurant has them, which means that we throw away a ton of them, and it comes out to—I mean, just in Japan, that's twenty-four billion pairs every year. That's like two hundred pairs per person. And that's just Japan. That's not even counting the ones that we use here and in or China, China or Vietnam、yeah. or you know any other country. That's just Japan. I'm just imagining the impact. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. So that's a lot of wood thrown away every year. Yeah, and the Chinese government kind of wised up to this fact、mm-hmm. because in. 2006, they imposed a 5% tax on disposable hashi to reduce waste, and this actually had a huge effect on Japan because 90% of the waribashi used in Japan are imported from China,、mm-hmm. and this this、uh, tax actually was what kind of、uh, this tax sparked the reusable. Chopsticks movement, the myhashi trend in Japan, which is nice because if you're bringing your own chopsticks along with you everywhere, that means that that's a bunch of reusable of disposable chopsticks that you're not using and therefore not throwing away. Yeah, and until until recently, the real convenient like、um, the ones that you can dismantle, you know, that come in two pieces、mm-hmm. or four pieces. Were harder to find in the U.S., but there is a company out of New Zealand、mm-hmm. that I've started seeing、um, stuff from. It's the company's called Systema. I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right.、Mm-hmm. But they make like、uh, Tupperware type containers that are they're all they're BPA free, that kind of thing,、mm-hmm. and they have all kinds of. Containers that are great for doing bento, but I just found that they make a set of what they call cutlery to go,、hmm. and it's a little box that's like one inch tall and maybe two inches wide and like six inches long. It's、mm-hmm. like this little little case, and inside there is. A fork and a spoon, a knife, and a pair of chopsticks, and they all、um, come apart. They all come apart, like into two pieces, so that they can be stored in a smaller case. That's awesome. Again, it's BPA free, so it's you're not worrying about、um, putting this plastic in your mouth,、mm-hmm. and it can be reused. It can be washed in the dishwasher, and You can even order them on Amazon. Oh, and they come in a bunch of really fun colors. Nice. Okay, we're definitely gonna have to have a link for that. Yeah, I've also seen, and I haven't used these, but um, I've also seen there's this、uh, company that makes reusable bamboo utensil sets. Like、mm-hmm. I've seen them on Amazon where they have like a little carrying pouch and it comes with a fork, knife, and spoon and bamboo、oh. and Hashi, but those ones are full length. And the thing I, I really like about this this Sistema is、um, that 
are more compact when you carry them around mm-hmm. and that they're plastic. Yeah. It's just easier to run them through the dishwasher instead of having to hand wash them. That's true. The ones I'll have to keep looking, but the ones on Amazon are $12.42 for a set. Oh, nice. But I just bought a set at World Market for four ninety nine. Ooh. So we'll have to maybe look around and And I'll definitely look when I go buy chopsticks tomorrow. I'll see if they have them and how much. Oh the con- the container store sells them for four ninety nine. Oh. Nice. So we'll have to we'll have to look around but yeah. but yes, I have a little box for you. A set of Ooh. this cutlery to go from Sistema. So that makes so you, day. <laughs> I'm going to bring them to you so that you have your own set of Maihashi at Camp Lagaway. Ah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> I have, well, they only had one set of the Sistema. Otherwise, I would have mm-hmm. gotten two. But I, I already have actually some sets. So um, you'll get to see my Maihashi. Mm-hmm. I have several sets that a friend sent to me from Japan that are from um, United Colors of, how do you say that, Benetton? I have or no idea. I have no <laughs> idea how to say it. But anyways, um, which is popular in Tokyo. But <sighs> but my set has one set of bases mm-hmm. and then tips. So you can screw on the hashi tips or a fork or a spoon. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't have a knife. But this Sistema set that I'm bringing you... Oh, actually, it's the same. It has two bases, and Mm. then you can screw in the two Hashi tips or the knife tip or spoon or fork. But yours actually comes with the the knife tip in mine. Mm. So yours is kind of awesome. (laughs) I'm really excited. So... Someday when we're, um, like, crazy famous and we have our own whole line of, like, miso-hungry <laughs> stuff, mm-hmm. we are going to have miso-hungry maihashi. Definitely. Absolutely. And, you know, if there's any anybody out there who wants to get involved with miso-hungry that, you know, is a manufacturer of, of these products, let us know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll bring the uh, Maihashi movement to the United States. All right. Now that we have learned the correct way to use Hashi and we are getting you excited, I'm sure, about using your Hashi, it's time for us to take a rest. But you don't have to take a rest from us. So we have, as always, all sorts of different ways that you can contact us. So if you have any funny Hashi stories about your experience or any questions about chopstick use or chopstick etiquette, you can always contact us. You can call us and leave us a message. Our phone number, if you are in the United States, is 657-4-MISOFI. That's 657-464-7639. If you're not in the U.S. and you have Skype, you can find us at Miso Hungry Podcast. That's our Skype name. Just call in and leave us a message. We are on Twitter at Miso Talk. We have a Facebook fan page. You can email us at Miso Hungry Podcast at gmail.com. 
You can find us and our show notes and all sorts of fun things on our website, misofy.com. That's M-I-S-O-F-Y dot com. And, of course, ratings and reviews on iTunes are always, always appreciated. Now that we've totally terrified you from ever picking up your Hashi because you're so afraid that you'll make a mistake, we're done for today. But you don't have to be done with us. So we have, as always, all sorts of different ways that you can contact us. So if you have any funny Hashi stories about your experience or any questions about chopstick use or chopstick etiquette, you can always contact us. You can call us and leave us a message. Our phone number, if you are in the United States, is 657-4-MISOFI. That's 657-464-7639. If you're not in the U.S. and you have Skype, you can find us at Miso Hungry Podcast. That's our Skype name. Just call in and leave us a message. We are on Twitter at MisoTalk. We have a Facebook fan page. You can email us at MisoHungryPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us and our show notes and all sorts of fun things on our website, MisoFi.com. That's M-I-S-O-F-Y dot com. And, of course, ratings and reviews on iTunes are always, always appreciated. I'm Allison Day. And I'm Rachel Hutchings. And you've been listening to the Me So Hungry podcast. The podcast that is attempting to prevent future Hashi faux pas. So in this situation, the best woo, sorry, <laughs> my microphone over. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm getting animated over here. <laughs> Get things over.